0: Now joining us here a very special guest. This is I'm really excited about this because I, uh, I'm not as familiar sport as with this sport as I should be and it is a sport. And the Utah State gymnastics team, what they did this year is phenomenal. And, and the, the bar that they, no pun intended, but the par that they raised as gymnastics level is, is unprecedented. And uh, we're grateful to have and honored to have uh, the head coach of the gymnastics teams of Utah State University, Amy Smith. Amy, or coach, thank you. Appreciate your time.
1: Hi. I love puns. I love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and don't, not to be left out, coach of the year. I mean, that's uh, hey you know, yo. your third year here. Uh, that's it, It's amazing.
1: It is amazing. I was very shocked, but very honored. So pretty, pretty cool.
2: So this uh, going back through the season, you know, the the way that it started. I mean, coach of the year honors. Uh, you had several different players getting you know accolades from the conference overall. But the way that the season started, and your couple matches into this, did you think this that was possible?
1: Um. You know i I thought after. Uh, after probably the third meet, I think it was the Air Force meet, I, I had a feeling, I was like, I really feel like we can get that beam record. And really started honing in on dismounts and and just really hammering down on stuff. Um, as for everything else, that was just kind of just extras that I just, you know, as the season went on, it was just like one thing after another of, of us just getting better and better. And so... It was it was pretty incredible, pretty surreal and just really exciting to be a part of.
2: AJ, they started 1 and 6 and they finished 7 6 and 1. It tells you the type of turnaround. Hello. Yeah, a, incredible season.
0: So how does that happen? Like what it was I mean, it was a big coach's speech, what triggered that turnaround for your squad?
1: You know, we we had a moment. I mean, we started off good and like I was saying, it was that Air Force meet that um that kind of kicked it in and, and we just kept building and building beyond, um, every meet that we went on. So, um, at the Air Force meet, I did have a little moment where I had to pull them aside and be like, okay guys, what are we going to do? You know, we got two choices here. The way we're warming up, isn't gonna, isn't gonna, um, translate into what we want to do. So you guys got to make the change or we're going to walk out of here pretty unhappy. And, they went back and came out and just handled it. And I think that was kind of the turning point for everybody of like, okay, wait a second. Um, and then kind of coming into the last meet um, when we beat BYU and we came back in um, leading into that Utah meet, you could just see the glimmer and the fire in their eyes that they were like, wow, we, we really actually are good. And we really have a shot at winning conference, and you could just see it. And that was like one of the hardest things with all this all this pandemic stuff that's happening. Just to, to see that confidence really finally, you could just see him wearing it, and and it was hard to walk away from that.
0: Beating BYU, ranked seventeenth in the country. What did that yeah. mean for you personally as a coach, but and and of course for your girls?
1: You know, I mean, as a coach, I. I had no idea. I mean, we were we were kind of neck and neck, and then we were behind, and then we went into the last rotation. and And I remember my SID walking up and shaking my hand and being like, "You way to go, coach!" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> 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 you know, I, I in those moments when when you're wrapping up a meet, I'm I'm focused on my athletes and and what they're doing, and and not paying attention to the scores and whatnot, and so. I had no idea. Um, I know the girls had no clue whatsoever because their faces, we didn't tell them. I knew. And I told the staff. Um, but when they sat down on the floor to get announced, <laughs> they, their faces, like, jaws on the floor, turning around, looking at us, like, oh, my gosh, what did we just do? Um, was just, I mean, some of the coolest moments. Because that happened with Southern Utah, too, when we, when we beat them. Um, so it's... I'm just happy for the athletes they they worked so hard and um made a lot of changes this year and just it's just so cool as a coach when you see them buy into the culture that you want to create and the outcome that came from that and just um so many of them you know getting to experience that and having such a great year even if it was cut short i mean this year will it was incredible
2: coach as you alluded to uh big victories that you had this year, losing, I don't want to say necessarily losing streaks, but difficult time beating some of these teams. Uh, You mentioned Southern Utah, BYU, Boise State was another one. Uh, And that's facing them. You had your highest score in school history. Tell us about that night.
1: Yeah, you know, that, I mean, going back to that meet, um, we started off a little rough on bars. And, and it was that same thing of like, all right, we got two choices. What are we going to do? Do we want to finish this meet out strong or, you know, we can continue on this path that we're on. And um, our next event was beam. And I was like, you guys, you're one of the best beam teams in the country. Like let's go out there and show everybody what we're made of right now. And they took it and ran with it, obviously, because that was the meet that we, we um, broke that school record on beam. And it was just, It was incredible, and even more so aside from that is that we had an athlete um, that had a uh, season-ending injury there the year before, and it was on beam, and so she got up and PR'd and hit one of the best beam routines of her life and kind of um, got redemption on, on, um, on the injury that happened the year before, so there was just... I mean, it just kept building and building and building, and um, as we went to vault, I mean, we had five out of six athletes stick their vault, and it was just absolutely electric and just incredible.
2: Coach, uh, as you've mentioned, you've had some pretty special athletes this year as part of your squad. Autumn, uh, the hard, it's I mean, the Gymnast of the year, CoBeam specialist of the year, floor specialist of the year.
1: Yeah.
2: Talk a little bit about her and the type of person she is, and the type of season that she had.
1: Oh, Autumn! Autumn is absolutely awesome. Um, she's just just so fun to coach, and she she's a person on the team that just keeps it light, but like in the same breath as this fierce competitor, obviously. Um, so she's got that really great balance of that and she's, I mean, her gymnastics is just, it's on another level and we ended up changing her beam dismount this year and just so happy that we did because, I mean, she, she was incredible this year. She stuck, I I think she stuck every dismount on beam, uh, all year long. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy that the conference recognized her as the gymnast of the year, cause she is a three event gymnast and typically it's for all arounders, but for them to recognize the impact that she's had on our program and the impact um, and the visibility that she gives to our conference is um, it's pretty incredible. And I'm just, I'm so proud of her. And I'm just so excited cause she's a junior. Like we get another year. So it's pretty cool.
0: Coach, uh, I'm, I'm going to scratch your ego for just a moment. Since you've been hired on July 17th, three years ago, uh, you've coached an All-American who was the first one ever to garner All-American honors in a regular campaign, uh, and then was the first one to be named an All-American since 1981 uh, in, in Matty Sessions. Uh, yeah. You were, just as we already brought up, named Coach of the Year. Uh, you, you upset BYU. You upset Southern Utah. Can you just, as when you first came to Utah State, I'm sure you had a vision and a goal. Did you ever think you'd get here that quickly?
1: Um. You know, I mean, I I was hoping to. I'm impatient. I'm competitive. <laughs> so, to be completely honest, you know, the first two years were a struggle. It was it was hard, and um, you know, I made some changes and and got some different people in here, and I'm really happy with with the coaching staff and the support staff that we have. And like I'd said earlier, just really. Um, really happy and, and um, grateful that the team has bought into the culture. And so, you know, it's it's getting the right people around you and, and getting people to buy in. And, and fortunately, we were able to, to do that. So um, just really excited about the future of, of Utah State Gymnastics because I think, I think it's only going to continue to get better.
2: All right, you, you talk about the future of Utah State Gymnastics. Uh, you mentioned Autumn. She's going to be back for another year. But she you've also is. got a couple others that are going to be back. Sophie Sullivan, named the freshman of the year. And uh, so you, what are some of the other uh, p- athletes that you have that uh, we can plan to have back and could have o- other outstanding years ahead?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, Sophie, she's incredible. And just, I mean, she's setting herself up just to have an amazing career here at Utah State. And I'm I'm just so excited that, that she's here with us and, and we get to experience that with her and get three more years with her cuz i think she's she's such a competitor. Um obviously late in Varnador, um she's coming back and um just excited to to have her come back and then um excited to get her sister back too. Her twin sister unfortunately had a uh season ending injury that happened um our first our first official practice back in September. So um, we're getting to go ahead on her to start uh, coming back and getting going. And, and Logan was one of our best vaulters um, so, and also was in our bar lineup. So excited to get her back. Um, and then, you know, we've got – I mean, the team is so strong and they're so supportive of each other. Um, and we've got a strong freshman class coming in too. So um, we're just – we're excited. You know, sad – sad to have the the season end but excited for the future.
2: Coach, let me ask you about that. The the season ending prematurely. How did the team take that? What were those initial moments after you got the news?
1: It was weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, you know, we were we were practicing that morning, but there was a lot going on um I was on a board of directors call trying to figure stuff out, and at the beginning of that call, that started at 9, o'clock or 9 a.m., um, and then an hour later, you know, we, our meet was on at Utah, and then by the end of it, it was, the meet isn't happening anymore, and I'd gone to the gym because the girls were still, they were working out during that time, and then we, we just kind of got shut down, and there was a lot of uncertainty, Um, and then it just, it really has been unfolding, you know, minute by minute and things are changing all the time. So, um, yeah, it was, it was just bizarre. Um, but, you know, I talked to the team, talked to our seniors and we were so fortunate, um, to be in the position that we were to at least let, Ellie and Brittany have their closure in the spectrum. They got to compete against BYU. They got to close out their career on a win, on a high, being undefeated. Brittany had her PR on bars. Ellie came back in and competed a floor team that she hadn't um, competed, uh a skill in a floor team that she hadn't competed in two years and got to do that. And I'm just, like I said, just so appreciative and so grateful that that Those two were able to get the closure that they got because there's so many other student athletes across the country, you know, Utah included, because we were going down there and we were going to be a part of their senior night that their seniors didn't didn't get to have that, and it breaks my heart, you know, being an athlete myself. So once again, not to be a broken record, but just so appreciative and grateful that we were able to send those two out on the note that we did under the circumstances.
0: Coach, you've been to North Carolina. You've been at UCLA. Uh, as you spent about two and a half now years at Utah State, How's your time in Logan? How have you enjoyed Cache Valley?
1: I love it. I've got the most beautiful view from my apartment of the mountains, and it just I'm – like, I'm looking at it right now. It's just – it's gorgeous, and it just never gets old. And I just love the community, love competing in the spectrum. Um, the crowds this year – were awesome, and um, we're just hoping to build off of that because I feel like we've got a really great product. And you were saying you haven't—you need to get more educated, so you need to come to a meet. Amen.
0: Yes, I—that's am. <laughs> on my bucket list too. I'm going to be coming to some more meets.
1: Great, because um, like I said, we've got such a great product. It's—it's it's such an awesome environment, and I really feel like the young women on our team represent um, Utah State at the highest level, and. Just so proud of them and what they do, and and how they how they represent.
2: Coach Smith, uh, the coach of the year, the Mountain Rim Gymnastics uh, Conference, uh, Utah State's head uh, gymnastics coach. Let me ask you with what's going on right now, the current state of things. NCAA has extended its "quote unquote" dead period. where you can't have contact with athletes right now for recruiting, at least not in person. What is that process like for you to try to still have some content or or contact and and some way of doing recruiting in these strange times?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to get creative. And um, we've been asking a lot of questions of our compliance department and trying to find out what we can do. You know, we had a couple athletes that – we were hoping to get out here for official visits, and that didn't happen. So uh, myself, Amanda, and I uh, – I'm sorry, myself, Eric, and Amanda, um, you know, we jumped on a Zoom call with them. And we're all sitting there for an hour on, on a Zoom conference call with uh, different athletes and just trying to do the best that we can under the circumstances that, that we're dealt right now. So it's, it's been interesting. It's been very, very – interesting.
2: Uh, how, yeah, because with most athletes in most sports, you need to see them in person to see how they, you, you can interview, you can ask questions, but don't you need to see them in a meet or somehow to see how they react to different search situations?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that always helps for sure. Um, and it, it goes both ways in that these, these few athletes that we were doing these Zoom calls with they didn't get to come on campus and and see Logan and see how beautiful it is here and do a campus tour and, and, you know, see us train. So it it goes both ways in, in kind of how it's, um, it's making it a little bit more difficult. But like I said, we've tried to be creative and, and um, asking lots of questions of compliance of what we can and can't do. And that's kind of changing um, minute by minute too. We've gotten a bunch of emails today that sort of the, COVID nineteen recruiting uh, rules are changing again, so it's it's a crazy time. It's um, it's yeah, a little bizarre.
2: <laughs> and I guess just as a as a follow up with that is you, your contact with your current athletes. I and mean, there's yeah. a lot of anxiety and uncertainty right now. What what kind of role do you play to reach out to them and stay in contact with them to make sure that they're staying up on their schoolwork and their physical activity level is staying at a high level as well.
1: Yeah. You know, we, I mean, kind of the same thing. Um, We've been doing um, team meetings via zoom, getting everybody in the same space. Um, And, uh, and then weekly um, each of myself and then my two assistant coaches, we kind of take a chunk of the athletes and rotate weekly, but every week someone from the coaching staff is talking to everybody. So that um, we're staying in contact with them, making sure that they're doing okay, um, and just managing that stress and anxiety and staying on top of school because everything's online right now. Um, So just making sure that we're on top of that. Uh, Our academic coordinator, Jeremiah, he's been fantastic and being really proactive with them as well and, and keeping up on that. And then we've continued with our weekly academic meetings. We're just doing them. In our living rooms. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so that's, that's, that's what we've been doing um, thus far. And, yeah, just trying to check in with them and making sure everybody's doing okay.
0: Coach, you have a message for the Aggie Nation?
1: Hey, just hope to see everybody out next year. Uh, we open at the Best of Utah again down in Salt Lake City. It's an incredible, incredible event and um, would just love to see more Aggie fans in the stands, more blue than and less red. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I think after a year like this, that that's definitely going to help. Uh, she's the head coach of the Utah State Gymnastics team, and she now holds the honorary title of Coach of the Year, which is not an easy thing to do in this conference. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate you. Stay safe.
1: Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it, and hope to see you next year at a meet.